your Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, welcome Avalanche fans to the Locked On Avalanche podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, Chris Maselli from MileHighSticking.com with another episode of the podcast dedicated to your Colorado Avalanche. And today's episode is brought to you by Gamer Goo. If you are a gamer and you play for hours on end and your hands are getting a little bit sweaty, Gamer Goo is the answer to that. It's an antiperspirant for your hands. Head over to GamerGoo.com, type in the promo code LOA, and get 10% off of your order. <clears throat> All right. Today, so we will be talking about a couple of things. We're talking about Nathan McKinnon and uh, one piece of hardware that he has acquired. Uh, we will be talking about the restricted free agents on the Avalanche roster today. Tomorrow, we will be talking about the unrestricted free agents. Uh, so today is the RFAs. Uh, Joe Sackick had something to say on his goalies. And we will get to our poll where we hand out uh, grades for the Avalanche and today is, who did we have today? We had Andre Burkowski today. So we will get to him a little bit later. But first things first, follow the show on Twitter, L-O-P-N underscore Avalanche. On Instagram, search for Locked on Avalanche. And send any questions, comments, concerns, opinions to Locked on Avalanche at gmail.com. So have to acknowledge our superstar, Mr. Nathan McKinnon taking home the Lady Bing Award. Uh, this is kind of one that I, I didn't think he would really get just because, I don't know. Like it, when, when Even when he was awarded this, or not awarded it, just you know, he, that he, was a, he was a nominee, that alone surprised me. And, and, and I know this is something that's for sportsmanship and, and, and you know, typically goes to somebody who has uh, not a lot of penalty minutes. And he didn't, uh, but the way he plays is so aggressive. It just doesn't fall in line with sportsmanship. I know that has one has nothing to do with the other, but he can be hot-headed sometimes. But he's not hot-headed towards the other team, usually. I mean, if someone's going to get in his face, he'll get right back in their face. He has no problem doing that. He can get on the refs every once in a while, but hey, he he's he was in it, and he won it. So, uh, you know, big congratulations to him. Um, he did give a couple of interviews saying, you know, what you would expect a player to say when he wins an award like this. He's very appreciative. Uh, he definitely wants to win the heart. If he doesn't, that's okay. But, you know, he, and he said it, his mind is focused on the cup. So if he collects these awards along the way, great. Uh, but the one he really wants is is the big the big daddy. Uh, so, and I think that's where his mind is at. So congratulations to Nathan McKinnon and winning the Lady Bing. We'll see where the Hart Trophy goes to relatively soon. Um, and yeah, so as far as this roster goes, we're going to get into the restricted free agents right now. Avalanche have some work to do. Um, there's a handful of restricted free agents. There's a handful of unrestricted free agents. And, um... The the one thing that I don't know if the Avalanche really could have predicted was all of these really short-term contracts that they handed out have really paid off. 
And what happens is, maybe not so much for the restricted free agents, but definitely for the unrestricteds, which I said, like I said, we'll get those, those, those tomorrow. You give these contracts, like the perfect first example, like Val Nachuskin, to you know what he's capable of, throw him out a contract, and <clears throat> he lives up to that contract. It wasn't anything massive, but he played himself into another contract. Now, when that happens, other teams start taking notice. And now people who didn't want anything to do with Valnichuskin, now they might want something to do with him. It's a little it's <clears throat> a little bit in the avalanche favor because he's restricted. So, um, and oddly enough, the, the only player that the avalanche have that is a RFA that does not have arbitration rights is Tyson Jost. So, uh, I think for him, it, it's going to be pretty cut and dry. I think he's going to get a qualifying offer from the Avalanche. I, I think they will continue to like him. They they know he's been hot and cold, but they've had multiple opportunities to do something with him, trade him, not put him on the roster in the bubble, and they've refused to do any of that. So, I think he will take whatever qualifying offer the avalanche give him for Nachuskin. And again, so Tyson Jost is the only one that's not arbitration eligible. And if you're unfamiliar with what arbitration eligible means is you literally go in front of a judge and the judge basically decides your worth. And that's what you must offer that person for a contract. You can avoid arbitration. If you come to an agreement, if you can't come to an agreement, that player says, I want to go in front of a judge. And then you run the risk of that judge saying, I don't think you're worth that much. Pretty crazy, but that's how it works. Um, so Nichuskin, definitely, I think they're going to hang on to him. Um, and the other thing with, with restricted free agents is another team, and this is rare, another team can come in and offer that person, if they are restricted, an offer sheet. If, you know, let's say... Tampa Bay comes in and offers an RFA uh, a, a contract, the Avalanche have seven days to match that, and they keep that player. Tampa Bay loses out. Nothing can, Tampa Bay can do about that. If the Avalanche let that player go, say, we're not going to match that, you can have that contract and good luck, then in this instance, Tampa would receive that player, and in return, Avalanche would get a draft pick and the draft pick is dependent upon how much money that player signed for. And it gets into kind of like fine details, but just know that avalanche would get compensatory picks based on what they signed for in that other team. So I don't think for all these RFAs, the avalanche could keep every single one of them. If they were offered something from another team and the avalanche wanted to match it. Most of the time, other teams don't go throwing offer sheets around. So I, I think Nachuskin is not going anywhere. I think they are keeping him. I think Tyson Jost is not going anywhere. Uh, Kamenev technically is a restricted free agent, but we know where he went. Burkowski, and we will get to him later with our grade, is an RFA. Again, with arbitration rights. He is definitely not going anywhere. Uh, Ryan Graves, this is where it could get interesting with Ryan Graves and Nikita Zadorov, both RFAs. So could somebody come in if if 
an offer sheet was to be made, and I don't think they will, I I think somebody might come in and offer Ryan Graves one because I feel like he's that type of guy that nobody wanted and had a, a great year for him, and someone might come in and want to throw an offer sheet out that he would accept. Again, I don't think it would happen, but uh, you would almost think now that Mark Barbario is gone, and I'm not saying they would have taken Mar- Mark Barbario over Nikita Zadorov, but now they have a little bit, a little bit more freedom, I guess, and, and maybe a little bit more need on the defensive end to have bodies there. They might, th- and the way Nikita Zadorov played in the playoffs, man, like he makes it difficult for them. Because he he plays so well, and then he plays terribly, and then he plays so well again. This will be something to watch on what they do with Zadorov and Graves. I, 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 I'm kind of leaning towards they want both of these guys back. But you also have to take into account who is waiting, who is the youngster waiting, Bowen Byram. And do they have enough room I mean, you have Eric Johnson, Gerard, obviously Kale McCarr. Ian Cole is under contract for another year. So there's four right there. If you get Graves and Zadorov, there's six. And are you going to leave Byram out? So do you let one of them go and then bring up Byram to take their place? It that's that's going to be a touchy, touchy area. Uh, that I don't I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. So. And then you can get into kind of like their their AHL guys, AJ Greer, Sheldon Dries, who probably will get a contract. Logan O'Connor will get a contract. Um, and then in the goalies, Hunter Miska is actually an RFA. So um, still guys that are important. And, you know, those ones can come and go. Who knows what they will do. Um, but I think as far as your forwards go, I think as far as the RFAs, with the exception of Kamenev, because he's gone. Uh, Burkowski, Jost, and Nachuskin, I think we'll all get offers, and those will all get settled. Graves and Zadorov, that will be interesting. I think they, they like what they have, in, in definitely in Graves. And I do think they like Zadorov if they can get him to play the style that they want them to play on a more consistent basis. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's going to be going to be tough. And it's going to be interesting, so we shall see. Tomorrow we will get to the unrestricted free agents, uh, which those guys are free to go wherever they want to go. So those are ones where the Avalanche are in a bidding war if they wanted to get into one. So we'll talk about them tomorrow. So first, before we take a break and talk about Joe Saka comment on goalies, Here from our sponsors. First, we have Roman, and talking about erectile dysfunction is not easy. Usually, we just brush it off or blame ourselves, saying things like, I lost my mojo, or we avoid it altogether with excuses like, I had a long day at work, or sorry, honey, I'm just not feeling it. But with Roman, it is easy to talk about with a real healthcare professional who can prescribe real medication. It's simple, safe, and totally discreet. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and going and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. A healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan if medication is appropriate. Roman will ship it to you for free with free two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward, simple, and discreet. 
getting started is simple. Just go to roman.com and complete an online visit. Erectile dysfunction used to be tough to tackle, but now there is Roman. Complete an online visit today to connect with a healthcare professional and take care of it. Go to roman.com slash locked on NHL today. If approved, you get $15 off your first order of ED treatment. That is getroman.com slash locked on NHL. One more time, getroman.com slash NHL. Also, DoorDash. And one thing that I am very proud of of where I, I work is uh, we are supporting our local restaurants. Ever since this coronavirus hit and restaurants are getting hit t- and typically hard, um, we have shows every Friday. We pick a different restaurant to go order our lunch from, and we get it delivered with DoorDash. And, you know, we, it makes us feel good. We're helping the community. And, you know, restaurants are counting on us. And one way to make it easy to order is definitely through DoorDash. And because you're a listener, you can benefit from using the DoorDash app. So DoorDash is the app that brings food that you are craving to you right now, right to your door or office. Ordering is easy. Open the DoorDash app, choose what you want to eat, and your food will be left safely outside your door with the new contactless delivering drop-off setting. With over 300,000 partners in the U.S., Puerto Rico, Canada, and Australia, you can support your local go-tos or choose from your favorite national restaurants like Chipotle, Wendy's, Wendy's, or the Cheesecake Factory. Uh, many of your favorite local restaurants are still open for delivery. Just open the DoorDash app, select your favorite local restaurant, and your food will be left at the door. So right now, our listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter the promo code LOCKEDON. NHL. That's $5 off and zero delivery fees on your first order. You just have to download the DoorDash app and enter the promo code locked on NHL. All right. So a big, big question that everybody had on their minds was what are the Avalanche going to do with the goalie situation? And I kind of was floating out there, be prepared for nothing to change here. I get why people want it to change, but you are kind of basing that off of injuries more than you're basing it off of performance because performance-wise, either one of these guys have been okay between Francois and Grubauer. (coughs) Excuse me. The 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 anger and what people are getting upset upset with it because of the injuries and I get that and I think Joe Sakic has the same frame of mind that I thought he was going to have in that well we can fix injuries you know we 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 can we can figure out what the injuries are if they're just a freak injury nothing can be done which we don't know which the one on Francois is. Uh, he gets into it a little bit. There was a, a good interview on The Athletic uh, with Ryan Clark. And he asks him, he says, so much has been said about goaltending and what um, have, has the conversation been? On one hand, you do have two goalies, but on the other hand, they were both injured. Is this is the conversation with them about offseason training? Is it a deep dive into what the organization is doing with its off-season program to make sure you guys are staying healthy, do you look at other options that exist in the free agent market? So he laid it out there. 
laid all the the chips on the table like yeah these guys are injured there is a lot of conversation in avalanche world about goaltending and are you looking in the free agent market or will you look in the free agent market and Sackick's response each injury is different they are each correctable that is one of the things you saw what happened with grubauer at the air force academy uh, that was a freak thing. You have someone run into you, and that's not going to happen. Uh, then in Edmonton, it was something different. Not in the same spot for him, but it is going to be an off-season of rehab and getting that area stronger. It shouldn't be an issue. It's goaltending. It's hockey. You're on skates. Injuries happen. But unfortunately for us, they hit at the wrong time, and it doesn't mean it's going to happen every time. So Clark asks him, between Phil- Philip and Pavel, is it fair to say you like what you have there? And Sackick answers, in my mind, we don't have issues with our goalies. When they are healthy, we have no issues at all. Like every goalie, you have your rough patches. But over the course of the year, they both played well. You don't get to where we are being second or third record-wise. That's not a concern. So we are going the course with Grubauer and Francois. And i I got to be honest with you, I'm okay with that. And you have to also look at the contract situation with, with both of these guys. They just offered Francois a contract. Let me bring it up here. So Francois has two more years left, $2 million per. And Grubauer has one more year at 3.3. And then he's an unrestricted free agent. So I, I think it's a smart play to let at least Grubauer play this out. And then if it's not, if he just does not have a season that, you know, he he really did much and he didn't really help you. He hurt you, he hurt you more than he helped you. He gets injured more. You let him walk. But I don't think it's a smart play to kind of unload him um, when the problem has been injuries, not performance. If it's performance based, that's a completely different thing. And I think Sakic is is happy with what he has. This is Joe Sakic. Does not give up on guys. I mean, people were yelling from the rooftops to get rid of uh, Semyon Verlamov for a couple of years, and it wasn't till he had given him a shot for at least two years where he said, "Okay, you know, not now it's probably performance based, and let's go try to find a solution." And he did that in Grubauer. And he just did that in Grubauer. Grubauer took over really full-time last season and did a fantastic job once he took it over in uh, March through the playoffs and played well. And people are already turning their back on him. And if it's an injury thing, if you're concerned about injuries, I get it. I completely get that. But like he said, the, the injury in the outdoor game, that wasn't his fault. Was it Ian Cole who ran into him? If I'm wrong, let me know. <coughs> but somebody ran into him. I'm pretty sure it was Ian Cole. It was either Ian Cole or Calvert. Um, but, you know, that that's that's out of his control, really. Um, and I, 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 I think you got to give these guys more of a shot. I think Francois is in a perfect situation. He's not going to be your starter he can pick up a heavy load if he needs to and has from time to time uh but he is the perfect complement to grubauer i think grubauer can be a starter 
but he needs a guy behind him that that can back him up, and that's Francois. Because I don't think Grubauer is that guy that uh, really can put in the time and be a full-time starter for the duration of a season. He needs a good backup, and that's exactly what he's got with Francois. So I, th- I think both of these guys get along. Uh, I, th- I think it's a good situation. They just had some freak injuries, and it doesn't seem like Joe Sackick is going anywhere with them. So that's where we're at. Let me know what you guys think. I know a lot of people probably didn't like to hear that, but uh, I think knowing Joe Sackick, uh he's not just going to give up on, on either one of these guys, especially since he just signed one in Fransos. And the other one is just one year removed from taking the job over. He doesn't have a revolving door like that. So uh, let me know what you think. Submit comments to LockedOnAvalanche at gmail.com. So quick break, and then we'll come back with the grade for Andre Burkowski. All right. So we are back with our grade for the day. And today we are handing out the grade for Andre Burkowski. First season with the Avalanche. Very successful first season with the Colorado Avalanche, and we we heard a lot about kind of uh, Nathan McKinnon almost taking him under his wing, and not not so much just you know needing to tell the guy how to play hockey or anything like that, but you know uh, a scorer recognizing a scorer, and McKinnon just flat out told Burkowski, shoot, shoot the puck, and Burkowski played on the line a lot with Nathan McKinnon. And when your you know superstar who is playing on the same line as you is telling you if you have a shot, take it. You know you don't have to force it to me. Um, I think that kind of turned a little bit of a switch inside of Andre Burakovsky. So he had a career year. I mean he he played in 58 games, so he did miss some games due to injury. And in those 58 games, career high 20 point or yeah career high 20 goals. And a career-high 25 assists for a career-high 45 points prior to that. Uh, the, the two seasons right before uh, the the this season, so the 18-19 and 17-18 season, 25 points, 25, it was like a carbon copy. And they were exactly the same. They He had 12 goals, 13 assists, 12 goals, 13 assists. So he would have beat the last two years combined if this season was allowed to play out, he probably would have been over 50 points. Uh, if he, if he was able to get in those last 11 or 12 games of the season. So in that regard, he had uh, a very good regular season in the postseason, He was next to Nathan McKinnon, Miko Rantanen, and I guess Kel McCarr. I mean, if you want to remove McCarr from that equation, being a defender, if you want to say from the forwards, it went, McKinnon, Rantanen, Burkowski. He was fantastic in the playoffs this year. 17 points in the playoffs uh, from seven goals and 10 assists. And and a lot of that came from the Dallas series. He, w- he was pretty quiet in the Arizona series. Uh, had an assist here and there, but was pretty quiet overall in the Arizona series, but came alive really in the Dallas series. And they needed him to because that's when the injuries started to pick up. So I I think overall, I think it was a very successful season for him. There were periods where he would kind of disappear, uh, but they 
really didn't last too long. Um, and, and I think that some of it might be because of the injuries. Uh, he was moved around on lines quite a bit. He, he never solidified uh, a place on a line. And, he, and, and it's not his fault because it was a lot of injuries on the avalanche. And they would, you know, with the injury to Rantanen early in the season and Landeskog, he went right up to that first line. When those guys started coming back, he would drop down to the second line. There was a couple times he went to the third line. So uh, I think maybe that might have had an impact on his play. When you're playing with guys like Miko Rantanen and Landeskog, and uh, even Landeskog, yeah. But like McKinnon, yeah, you're going to have a lot of more opportunities when you're than you're playing on the, the third line. So um, I think Colorado is very happy with what they got in him. Um, like we said in the first segment, he's on a uh, arbitration restricted free agent. I think they are anxious to get him back. And over on Twitter, uh, the, the, the grade was split right down the middle between A and B. It, and no C's and no D's. So 50% said A, 50% said B. And I think, God, it, this was a tough one for me. Um, I'm kind of, I don't want to really throw him in the A category because he did miss some games because of injury. And, you know, if we give him like an A or even like an A minus, you're putting him in the category with Nathan McKinnon because you know Nathan McKinnon is going to be A plus. Should he be in there? I don't, I don't think so. So I would almost want to give him just shy of that and say, say a B plus. Um, <clears throat> some comments from Twitter. Uh, Lothar Jorah Jora said, a great first season with the Avalanche. He's definitely one of the key players for the future. I like him. He gave him an A. And then Paul, Friz, uh, how do you pronounce that last name? I apologize, Paul. Friesen? Friesen. I think it is. Uh, said set, he had 17 points in the playoffs and 45 in the regular season. Contributed very well, even outplaying many on the team. Um, I, I, th- I mean, did he outplay people on the team? Yeah, c- compared to I think what people thought he would do. And from a forward standpoint, um, everybody was so excited to get Nazem Kadri. Uh, the Burkowski signing w- was was kind of like. Okay, well, let's see what he can do. And he he played phenomenally. So I think it was kind of like the lost uh, signing, really. Um, in or, or not even signing, just, just the, the, the last acquisition or an overlooked acquisition, really. And he kind of came alive. And, and I think he is, you know, someone that you can put on that second line now. If you, you do a second line with him... Kadri and Landeskog. I love that second line. So uh, I do. I, I like how he played. I would just like to see him be a little bit more consistent. Um, and the injury is what it is. We Every, every single player had him this year. So, uh, yeah, I, I think I think that's a solid B-plus for me, for Andre Burkowski. So tomorrow, or actually Wednesday... I apologize. We will have who's up, who's next on our list here. So we have done Mark Barbario. We have done Pierre Edward Belmar, Andre Burakovsky. Next on the list is Matt Calvert. Yes. So uh, that poll will go up uh, tonight. Put up tonight. We'll have that run. And then that will be for Wednesday's show. So 
Tune in tomorrow when we do the UFAs and anything else that's coming out of the Avalanche world. Uh, but for now, that's going to be it. Don't forget to send emails, lockedonavalanche at gmail.com. Follow on Twitter, LOPN underscore Avalanche. Follow on Instagram, lockedonavalanche. And that'll be it. Talk to you guys tomorrow. Here's Jovi. Go, Abs, go!